Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Keishu Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Bob? What's up? I'm doing wonderful, sweetie. Everything is great over by me. How's everything with you? Uh, everything is good. I, I had a really good weekend, um, and I saw some really, some really good basketball. Um, okay. You know, it, yeah, I, I'm excited. It's a heat in Denver, so we're, we're going to see who, who okay. takes the crown. the Nuggets and the Miami Heat? And the Miami Heat, yeah. All right. So who do you want to win? Uh, you know what? Oh, you I'll let you say. know. No, I'll let you know in a day or two because Miami, at least they've won three championships. Wait a minute. You'll let me know in a day or two who you want to win? You yeah. don't really know who you want to win? Well, because I got to think about it. No, I got to think about it. You're not being 100. No, I mean, okay, listen, I would like to, for Jimmy Butler to win. That would be okay. nice. And he's with the Heat. Okay. Um, but the, the, the Denver Nuggets have never won a championship. Okay, so, so you just said you won Miami Heat. Okay, keep it moving. Uh, okay, all right. Good, ma. All right, so we got to tell everybody what we're sipping on. This is the last day of AAPI month, and we have uh, some screwball peanut butter whiskey, ma. So you want to give a little toast? Okay, let's raise our glasses to long life, prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness. Salud. Salud. Okay, so Ma, we need to get into it. Um, since I just said that it was the AAPI month, we need to talk about the book of the month for May, which is Mika in Real Life from Imuko Jean or Jean, who is a right. best-selling author. And normally, uh, she writes adult, young adult novels, but she decided to venture off into the grown folks' world. And it's about Mika, who is a 35-year-old who is reunited with her 16-year-old daughter who she gave up for adoption, Penny. And um, it talks about just kind of like the the Japanese culture and, you know, trying to fit in and, you know, trying to live up to, you know, what seems to be or um, at least a stereotype of perfection. And um, I think this is really interesting, Ma. Um, you can tell me what your thoughts about this. I have some comments for um, the people who actually read along with us. So let's, oh, okay. if you, if well, you want to tell me your thoughts. Okay, well, let me tell you that I was pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. It was a very uh, easy listen because I listened to it on Audible. Mm -hmm. It was a very easy listen and it was a good human interest story because she did mention her culture and uh she also talked a lot about her difficult relationship the difficult relationship she had with her mother mm -hmm. what i will say is that mika was not an overachiever by any standards forget about japanese standards she wasn't an overachiever by anyone's standards but what she was was a person who did not give up mm -hmm. she didn't travel a straight path to success she went over to the left, over to the right. Uh, I don't know how much I'm supposed to share. Uh, you Not know, too much. Her, you know. Okay. So she had early on, she had a very uh, difficult situation. And um, 
but and she had a very uh, a troubling experience very early on. However, years down the road, she was able to um, realize success uh, in a different way. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just very pleased with it. Like I said, I don't want to go all in, but I will say it had a, a very wonderful and hopeful ending. But she did have a very, very rocky path and one mm-hmm. that we are not uh, accustomed to associating with the Japanese culture at all, not at all. And um, we have heard similar stories before, but certainly, like I said, not not very commonplace among uh, the Japanese. And she was Japanese American. Right. So. Uh, so and it was good and it was all elements it was good human interest story and uh and it had the ups the downs the highs the lows you know the failed relationships the the wonderful relationships so it was a very good very good story very good human interest story okay okay um my I wanted to just uh let and Mika was triumphant I gotta say that that's all I'm gonna say okay I just wanted to um, mention a couple of comments from, um, you know, some of the listeners. Uh, so we got a few emails. Jalisa said, sweet and loving story with many layers. Dawn said, Nika is an unforgettable, flawed, lovable, complicated human being. She's experienced pain, lost, embarrassment, and still she goes on. She may embellish her life, but her dreams are very real. I highly recommend this book to anyone who's not a perfect person. And then Liz says- Well, that's everyone. Right. And then Liz says, one of a kind, can't say enough about how refreshing it is to be able to relate to a real woman. Okay. And All so right, really, really okay. good. Um, I'm right. just going to say, I'm not going to go too, too much in. Um, I agree with everything that you said. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be as enjoyable as, you know, just kind of easy. You can turn this on and, you know, it, it seems like they're talking to you. You know, you don't feel as though uh, it's, a, it doesn't even it feel like it's really a story. It feels like they're having a conversation with you. Uh, oh, yeah. So I really just enjoyed, I enjoyed that Mika, uh, was somebody that I feel like I could be friends with somebody who right. um you know was very lovable and caring um and somebody who you know like everybody we all have our different issues that we work through and she just kept going you know she had the situativeness to you know go after what she wanted so a lot of really cool uh supporting characters in this or well, a couple of main supporting characters and I just, I really enjoyed it, Ma. Um, I'm going to recommend this as a top shelf. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with about a top shelf, uh, eight and a half, maybe nine. Okay, good. I was going right there with you. I was going at the 8.5 with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's a top shelf too. I enjoyed, the, I want to say reading it, but actually listening to it, it was extremely enjoyable. Uh, you know, and I, you know, I look forward to getting back to it, you know, and it wasn't difficult for me to fit into my schedule. You know, it uh, was something that I, uh, an experience I did enjoy. Okay. Okay. All, All right. right. So let's get into some pop culture because we also are actually going to talk about a couple uh, of shows because there were two shows, you know, that had the series finale. But first, let's get into Blue Ivy. So Blue Ivy took to the stage to perform with her mom. Queen, Queen B, 
Queen Bay. And uh, there were some haters who, you know, said that she missed a step and she was too stiff. And this was all during the Renaissance tour. Now, Ma, um, is it fair to critique child performers? Blue Ivy is 11. I, I would I would say I would stay away from that. It's just a good thing. In general, it's a good thing to stay away from that, especially when she isn't competing with other 11 year olds. Mm-hmm. You They're know, comparing her to her mother. Right. Right. Oh. And and the other adult dancers she was dancing with. She wasn't dancing wasn't a bunch of 11 year olds. She was dancing with uh, there were other dancers up there, too. And they were adults. Right. So, no, not a good look. I would stay away from that. Yeah, um, I'm in total agreement with you. Um, I didn't, yeah, I, I just think that when people go after children, they, you know, have you other like, issues. You, you yeah, it, it's not a good look. Well, you know what I liked about it too? I liked that she was dressed like a kid, you yes. know? She was not yes. dressed with everything hanging and trying to show this and trying to, and she wasn't, and she wasn't overly sexualized, you no, know? She, she was dressed was like 11 year old. Before. Right, right. It was choreography, you know, choreographed in, in a real way, not up there trunking and grinding and carrying on. I, I thought it was very appropriate. Yeah. And I thought she did a good job. But, you know, once again, let me, I'm not even going into critiquing it, but her overall look, the way she was presented to the world, I think was in good taste. I think it was in good taste. I, I don't think she was, uh, you know, where we could call uh, Child Protective Services on, on Beyonce, you know? I think right. it was in very good taste. Well, so first that's off, what I'm going to say. First off, I thought she was cute. And I, I, I thought, I thought she cute. did a good job. And then yeah. second of all, I don't think that any of us should be criticizing this 11-year-old little girl. You know? I agree. I'm in full agreement. And and I want to give them kudos for having her look like 11-year-old girl. She, she was she was looking like she was 11 right. and dressed like she was 11. And right. I like that. Okay. And you know, that's a hard thing to do nowadays. Oh, yeah. Okay, Ma. Um, so we're going to move on to um, Raven Simone. And she's talking about something that a lot of people um, have been mentioning recently. And I guess it's been going on for years. And I, I guess I just didn't realize the magnitude of it. Okay. So Raven, Raven, Raven Simone is um, happily married to Miranda uh, Mayday. And they have a very, she's very private about her relationship. Well, okay. now we know why. Uh, so she says that all of her relationships, especially when I started dating, I had to get people to sign NDAs. Now, she says it took a while, you know, for her to feel confident enough to do it. But she felt that someone in her position, you know, it just, you know, it was it was impersonal. Why is she private was, about her relationships? Listen, it's very it's just very impersonal. But someone in our position needs to do that. Now, okay. I, I don't know if it was to do with her sexuality or not but we have people like Lori Harvey uh who has everyone that she dates sign NDAs we have obviously Tiger who is a billionaire has people assign NDAs and I think it's more about people going to uh you know social media or going to paparazzi or whomever it is publications to air whatever goes on in a relationship or Make up people trying that. to make money. People trying right. to exploit right. the exploit them be, or exploit the relationships with them. Yeah, right. I got it. Yeah, what is course. what is your stance on this? And do you think that's something that that not only celebrities should do, but you know, regular 
regular people, quote unquote. Well, well, for celebrities, I understand it completely mm -hmm. uh, because it's uh, correlated to their income, you uh -huh. know, very often, you know, so and their image and, and image has a lot to do with their income and on and on and on. I got the connectedness with that. I understand that completely, you know, because bottom line is money. OK, uh, for regular people, bottom line is their right to privacy and the right to enjoyment. And with regular people, it, I could understand them doing it for a different reason, but regular people have other recourse that maybe rich people don't have to the same degree. And that is, now, now listen, it is odd, but here it is. If it's something like that happens to me or you, we're not necessarily... Uh, our reputation is not necessarily tied to our income, okay? Well, when that's I say not true. People, but wait a minute. I said not necessarily. I didn't okay. say absolutely. Because here's what we can do. Everybody can do it, but a regular person can do it easier. A regular person can more easily go in and sue. A regular person will be more uh, uh, inclined to use a public forum because they don't feel that they have less to lose. A private person, I mean, a, a public person, mm -hmm. uh, a person whose income is directly connected to their public persona will not want to blow things up so publicly. You know, they will, they will not maybe even want to go to court. That's why you, they'll pay things off. They'll pay you off to shut up, up to a certain amount. You, you understand? A lot of them will pay you up, but a, a private person- or Or they'll let the person fight and figure that they can't, you know, they'll just blow their money, you know, that they won't be able to, whoever it is that's- um, Well, whichever way. Well, whichever know, way. Attacking but a celebrity. Pro, but, a, but an average person mm -hmm. doesn't mind going to court. They don't care about suing you because they don't have that to lose. You, you understand? And, and they don't have the resources to fight other ways, but they also don't care about going public with a lot of things. A regular person would have no need to sign an NDA. Well, for... well okay. So I think it just kind of depends because I think in the era that we live well, in- Well, yeah, there's always case-by-case case assessment, but for well, people whose money is connected to their uh, reputation, it, you know, you understand well, why they're asking for an NDA. Well, you, okay, Ma. What about people who um, have a, you know, presence, um, you know, on, on social media or on the internet that aren't necessarily celebrities? What if, what if they have a business or something? Are they, well, are they, well, see, when I say public and private, I mean, not a person whose reputation is tied to. Well, how is it? Whatever tied it is. I'm not to, reputation. Huh? I mean, money. I mean, money. Because now, if somebody people, is just going to be that type of person. They can okay. go on and blast you on whatever it is. Well, listen, of whatever your business if is. everybody signs an NDA, then an NDA is going to have no value at all. What you think? Okay. That's what that's it is. Fair. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, I didn't really think about it that way. Um, but okay. I, 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 yes, I understand why a celebrity, because you have more to lose. You that's know? that. That's it. Bottom line. It's just like a prenup. Bottom, bottom, it's bottom just like line. you know, certain people. Right. Why sign a prenup? Well, what do I have to lose? Although you never know, unless you're betting on you know your future earnings. If you're in the business, if you're you know a person who is pursuing such and such, 
you're betting on yourself. So I don't know. Uh, I, I don't fault uh, Raven for doing it. And I, I think it's cool, mom. But you brought up a really good point. I didn't think about it. It just, if everyone does it, then it's not so great. It kind of right, voids right. itself. Right. There you go. Okay. Um, so I wanted to move on. I mentioned earlier, we were talking about the French Open. Did I? No, I didn't mention the French Open. The French Open just started a, a day or two ago. And uh, Sloan Stevens, who is currently playing in the French Open, she spoke up about racism. And she said, yes, it's obviously been a problem my entire career. It has never stopped. If anything, it's only gotten worse. Now, she said, I did hear about software because apparently there's software that they designed to block racist comments at the French Open. Um, oh, but she good. says, I have not used it. I have a lot of obviously keywords banned on Instagram and all of, the, uh, all of these things, but that doesn't stop someone from just typing in an asterisk or typing it in a different way, which obviously software most of the time doesn't catch. Now, Maddie has been a couple of other professional athletes recently who have dealt with a lot of racist comments and behavior, like a soccer player from Real Madrid. And Sloan Stevens is married to a soccer player. Uh, so, Ma, um, are you surprised to hear her say that? Um, no. And do you think there's anything else that the tennis association should be doing? Or you think it's just beyond that? You know, well, well, obviously it's beyond that, but I applaud them for making efforts to do that, for taking a anti-racist stance, a very, and, you know, showing a level of, of activism, you know, uh, and I like that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm happy to hear that. I'm not sure that they all do that. I'm really not sure. I don't I'm think they all do that. Yeah, I, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know. No, I, I, said, I don't think that they do. I'm, oh, I, I thought you said you think that I don't yeah. think they will do. And I and I uh, applaud them for being so progressive. And can they do more? Of course, they can do more. But should they be applauded for what they have done? Absolutely. I think they're probably in the forefront, you mm -hmm. know, when it comes to stuff like that. And am I surprised? No, because it's still an almost exclusively white sport. So, you know, or whatever. Well, are you sure, are you um surprised to hear her say that it's gotten worse? Well, I don't I don't I don't know if that's valid. I don't know what she means has gotten worse. I don't know if she means uh this this white nationalist kind of stuff, you know, of the rise in that or 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 that they're more uh, blatant and vocal about it. I mean, gotten worse than when. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what that even means. I don't. Well, even I don't know, mom, but that. I noticed that since that. Well, since what, he, what did she mean? Gotten worse since when you say gotten worse, you have to put that in context. She wasn't know. specific, and, well, and see, I will say that saying. one got worse since when? Since slavery? I mean, got worse since when? And since, one, the, since the civil rights got ma, worse. Since and, when? and I will say this, you oh, know, boy, recently, I, you ma, know, what is she talking about, ma? Once, uh, I don't know what she, you know, once Elon Musk, you know, took over Twitter. It went from, you know, them being able to ban people for like racist, hate, you know, mongering speeches to right. where there's, you know, freedom of speech. People can say whatever they want to say without consequences. And see, to me, it's freedom now, of speech, now, if she but not freedom gotten, of consequences. Right. But now, now, there you go. There you go. Now, if she would have said it's gotten worse since uh, things have gotten worse since uh, Elon Musk or since this or that, then I can, you know, I can um, address that. 
But yeah. I don't know what she means gotten worse since when, because she's been out there for a minute, gotten worse since when, since Donald Trump, since since she was five. I mean, what is she talking about? I don't right. know. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, I thought it was interesting that she, you know, but I'm glad, but I'm glad she, you know, acknowledged the existence. And mm-hmm. I don't know what, you know, she's attempting to do or what her views are, but I'm glad that she acknowledges it and that she's not coming out like a Tim Scott who will come up there and say that there's no no racism in America. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You I mean, know. You don't even want to give him air. Right, right. Right. Now, I'm sorry I mentioned him. But no, you it's know, okay. It's all good. We have, we have all extremes. You all know. Right. All yeah. Right. So, you know, good on Sloan. And, you know, good luck to you, Sloan. You have your um, second round match you. coming up. So good luck. And don't you. use racism as an excuse to lose, Sloan. Go out there and play, girl. Okay. All okay. right. All right, Matt. So um, I don't know if you heard. So recently, Cole's customers have threatened to boycott, you know. Cole, K-O-H-L? Yes. Cole? Yes, have threatened to boycott the retailers over its pride-themed clothing less than a week after Target announced it was removing some Pride Month merchandise. And so... You know, we know what happened, uh, you know, unfortunately with Target, they removed, you know, some of their merchandise in certain um, Southern stores and activists in the LGBTQ community are calling for new campaigns to convince corporate leaders not to cave to anti-LGBTQ plus groups, you know, because they feel like they, they need a way to deal with it. You can't just run and hide because you've been threatened. So they, you know, at Target, Unfortunately, they they had a lot of threats against them, um, death threats, physical, you know, threats. And so they they got rid of some merchandise and then they either put it to the back or got it completely off their shelf. Uh, What do you think about this um, way of dealing with things at Target, like strategy? What what do you think as far as I don't know? I don't know if there's any strategy or they just gave in to fear. Well, yeah, they did. Or gave into their bottom line. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. That's easy for me to say. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wish that it hadn't happened that way. Target employs people. You know, it's a source of income for a lot of people. I, I don't know. Were people really in danger from lunatics? To me, yes. I, 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 well, I know they were threatened, but did they, you know, well, I, I, protesters knocked over prize signs and they confronted the workers in the stores. So people actually came. Okay. Well, well, you know, I, I, you know, that's not good. I'm sorry that that happened. And maybe, you know, that's a difficult position to be in. Maybe they felt like they didn't have any other choice. I mean, that's not even, you know, if you threatening me and it will physical harm and, well, and, death, and you have a bunch of lunatics mm-hmm. and, and these people, these these homophobic people, these racist, uh, racist homophobic people, um, a lot of them are, you know, very unstable mentally. And, you know, a lot of them are violent. You see what they did on January 6th. So, you know, they'll just do anything, you well, know. Well, my the problem is, is that you, you're going to find some people who are extreme on the other side who yeah. will also threaten people like oh bring you know bring our clothing back you can't cave down you You can't cave down you can't cave cave in in. you can't cave in well you're saying you you can't i say that it's not a good strategy i agree with you a thousand percent not strategy they need better they need better security they need they need better security and i I, i'm not see you know i don't even want to answer that really without having more information because that is not a good response 
But see, I'm not understanding uh, of Target. Uh, are they independently owned? Are they? Is it a, like a franchise? Is you know? Is that the whole? Is it just one owner? You know, for all the targets. You understand? I'm not okay. really sure who's in charge and who's making that kind of decision. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I don't know because to me, those people are breaking the law. And I shouldn't have to close my store or move my merchandise or do anything because that's vandalism. Mm -hmm. That's battery. That's assault. That's vandalism. So, I mean, if you asked me my personal view, it shouldn't have it shouldn't have gone down that way. Right. Okay. My personal view is I don't have to move a damn thing out of my stores, and I might be gay myself and my friends and family. We all gay on some different level, and this and that, this one, that one, the other one, and I'm not moving a damn thing. You know, that's my view. And, you know, and if it's Pride Month, I'm doing Pride Month in my store. Right. And if you come in there starting crap, then I'm calling a, a law. Right. And, and, and it's their responsibility to protect us. I'm calling the law. I'm getting another security. And it's just going to be on and popping. Because like you said, I'm not caving in because you don't like this and you don't like that. I don't like your attitude. If you don't like what I'm selling, don't buy it. Right. You know, that's all. That's all. That's your option. Not coming in there attacking me and my uh, workers. Now I'm not giving into no crap like that. But see, now I'm looking at I'm looking at leadership and ownership. I don't know what's going on there. You know, I don't know who's making those type of decisions and and why it's going down that way. Right. That's the truth of it. You know well, what? What the heck is going on? Why are you giving into this? Everybody yeah, yeah, that's a little bit scary to uh, me. Yeah, I don't, so I don't know what's what, what that is all about uh, so i so when it I makes do, me think that there's individual owners it makes me think it's not just one owner but so what i, I do think know. is that they do need to come together and i think that when yeah. i say come together i think that you know they need some strategists and, and you know, they need some people they to, need um, strategy right right you know to so that they can <laughs> still right. market their products and, and don't take you know that it's all about being an ally if you are an ally i agree with this i'm your i'm your ally I'm not going to, you know, bail on you when times get rough. Right. I'm just not going to And do not that. only that, like I said, I'm not too sure of the structure of Target. I really don't know about that. I don't you know, either. why, you know, why, what's going on with the other Targets. You you follow me? Yeah. And how they're working as a conglomerate. I, I don't know. Or if they do, I, I, I don't know. I got to do, I'll find out. I don't, don't know what the structure on is. That one but but what I can say is that uh, it, it would appear that they have many other courses of action rather oh, yeah. than to, 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 you know, remove the items and, and cave into bullyism and, and fear. You know, that's um, that's that's scary. OK, um, so, yeah, so we both agree that this isn't they need a strategy uh, target. We, we need you to be more supportive and not back. Down. And they need not to be caving into fear. Right. Okay, uh, my and so um, finally, um, well, I I guess I sent you the video, shared the video with you of rapper uh, Gunplay, who was a member of Rick Ross's group Triple C's, and so Gunplay recorded a part of a three-way call with Charlemagne and DJ Envy, and so Gun Gunplay. Um, was visibly and verbally upset that he and his wife were mentioned in the ongoing beef between Envy and Rick Ross. 
So apparently there was a GoFundMe page that was started by the couple because uh, their, their kid was in the hospital for 28 days suffering from a pulmonary illness. And Gunplay was very unhappy that DJ Envy somehow or another brought up his name and his wife and kid's name in this, this fight. And so um, he threatened to slap DJ Envy. Um, he said it several times during the conversation. And so that conversation, I think, was like two minutes. Let me stop you right there. Let me just insert this. Just because he said he was going to slap somebody, it ain't the one with the biggest mouth, okay? He, mm -hmm. I heard him. I heard him. I heard it. I heard mm -hmm. you said it to me. I heard it. Just because you say you're going to slap somebody, that don't mean he can kick uh, uh, DJ Envy's arse, okay? No, that I agree. Not mean just because you got a big bully mouth. A mm -hmm. lot of people talk all that talk and they get beat down. Okay, okay but mind you, so as a bully, so Gunplay was embarrassed. Gunplay's wife was upset. As he a bully, he was upset. I'm sorry, as a bully. He wasn't a bully. Like, I think that one thing, he shouldn't have recorded the conversation. And so I think that right. the entire conversation was not recorded in only that part that made DJ Envy, where he, where Gunplay was saying, I'm going, you know, smack you, I'm going, you know. Well, DJ Envy said, you know, well, then we'll fight. You know, right. that's he did, DJ he did said. say that. He did say you know, that. He said, then we'll fight. And then, then, and then DJ Envy, no, 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 do you hear me? It won't be done. Just because you got a big black mouth, that don't mean you can beat anybody's ass. But listen, that but don't mean a thing. also went on The Breakfast Club and talked about how it's a felony to record someone's conversation without their consent. And well, it depends. And it how depends. several Florida DAs have contacted him. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe maybe wherever they did it, it was. Because some places it's not. You know, but but evidently, if he's been in touch, if he's heard from lawyers and whatnot, then fine. But you know what? But to me, uh, Gunplay or whatever his name was, to me, he just sounds, um, he just sounds ignorant. And if I was Envy, I don't know what Envy said, what DJ Envy said. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But when you start talking about violence, that's not a good idea. Right. It's not a good well, idea to be recorded threatening anybody. Of course. I don't think that, I'm pretty sure DJ Envy didn't threaten him, whatever he said. No, I, I just think that I think that's, that's, not, I, that's listen, not smart. Listen, I think, number one, a gunplay was in the wrong completely. Um, and DJ Envy, though, when you continue on with, you know, foolishness, you know, something below this standards, it causes, yeah. you know, or either or either you are lowering your standards. You need to stop with Rick Ross. Right. Because all right. because all right. this stuff back and forth and then bringing in gunplay, it was a sensitive subject line. The, their kid, was in the, you know, it, anything could it. happen. And that was not it. cool. And so you shouldn't bring up you know, situations like that. I don't know what was- Gunplay was a fool to record it. He should not have- He shouldn't have that. recorded it, right. He because Charlemagne, because I, I guess like Charlemagne decided that, you know, let's do a call with DJ Envy so y'all can kind of mend things because you know that Gunplay was upset about it. Right, so, right. You know, and when you heard DJ Envy- went Envy's, to the left. DJ Envy sounded like he was really sorry because he was hearing him out, you know? Yeah, yeah and he was trying so, to talk. He was trying to talk, right. So long, long story short, gunplay, don't record your conversations and DJ Envy. Not, not when you threatening somebody. Yeah. And, not and especially like that. Not when yeah. you threaten, because you, because now you're raising the severity of everything. Of everything right. Yeah. No, no. You don't record yourself. And then plus, 
it, not only that, you run in your mouth, you you might get your ass beat and get in trouble. Right. You already got something going. You don't know how things going to turn out until, you know, uh-uh, until you throw hands. You don't know that. You don't yeah. know how nothing is going to turn out. Well, yeah. So, so yeah. But I don't I, think I didn't it, like it, 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 DJ I don't think he's going back down if you try to fight he's him. He's not going to. He, so, he, he may not be on there loudly proclaiming what he's going to do. But that don't mean that that, huh? I think it. I think he'll he'll knock if you buck. Yeah, I so. believe that for sure. All right. You know, but and I think he's been on the radio long enough and been successful long enough not to be not to say that. You know, not to yeah. Even oh, him. and he has all type he, of you know business you know, pursuits. Yeah. So so he he. Uh, now DJ Envy won't say that, but DJ Envy need to stop it with 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 Rick Ross. And and Rick Ross needs to stop it too. They're both grown behind men. Stop well, with a the, lot to lose. The reason I'm saying DJ Envy because DJ Envy has the show. He's on the show all the time. You know. No, I know, yeah. and I'm saying yeah. Rick Ross. He needs to stop too because Rick Ross has a lot of different businesses as well. Yeah, yeah. He's well, not doing I see. Bad. I, 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 I say Envy has more to lose because. Uh, oh, he has all. You see all those. Um, what is it? Hot, well, not hot wings. What is that? The wing spots, wing stops that uh, yeah, Rick Ross has. Yeah. Rick Ross? Yeah, yeah he has oh, okay. a lot. I don't know if it's yeah. 20 something, but he has a lot. Yeah. Okay, well, well, okay. So you said bad for business. Okay, you're saying they're equal. I don't know that it's bad for Rick Ross business, but I know it ain't good for envy. I know it is not good for envy. I don't know that it might not bother Rick Ross's business. I don't know. Because Rick Ross seemed rough and wild and everything. I did. To me, Rick Ross, he, he, that just goes along with his personality. But my, I'll leave that alone. All right, bye. Let's okay. You know, so, so to me, to me, they have different. They, they have different images. You know what? Okay, what, what, I just would. Like I don't Pete like Davidson, Like Pete Davidson. Oh, wow. Look we at talk his about reputation. Him. Look at that. Oh, that's been very good for his reputation. It hasn't hurt him at all. But certain other people that you might be like, well, he's supposed to be more wholesome. We ain't trying to hear that from him. But Pete Davidson is working well for oh, him. Oh, would you ever date Pete Davidson, Ma? Maybe his father. (laughs) You know his father passed. Well, I mean, if he were were alive, oh, come on, you don't have to talk about it. But I'm just saying. But But I'm saying somebody his father's age or something like that, figuring Mm -hmm. that, you know, like father, like son, I might go with the father. All right, I'm moving on. Okay, Ma, we got to get into um, two big finales. The first one we're going to do is Barry, because I think this will probably be the quickest. So my bad, Barry. I don't, I don't that know was what I don't even was... know what era I was in. I don't even know Wait. who was living and who was dead. Was it a play? Was it well, real? Was well, it fake? My, oh my god! Barry, that, we okay. know that Barry was dead. We know that. Okay. Well, was and he we dreaming? know that. Uh, what's his name? Gene. We know that Gene's character. We know he killed him, and it wasn't a dream. But we also know that somehow or another. They convince people to believe that Barry died a hero and Gene, he went off to jail for the rest of his life. Well, wasn't that much left of it, right? <laughs> he's only my he's only almost 80, first off. Okay, so didn't Henry he, Winkler is yeah. he's yeah. Yeah, he's got it, he's got at least until in his 90s. So no <laughs> and then no no Hank was murdered. Yeah. By Fuchis, right? Yeah, yeah. And well, I don't know what. Ha- oh, Sally, Sally went on to teach. Okay. 
and what happened in the sun see you know the son knew that that wasn't right he knew that barry wasn't a hero he knew barry was bad <laughs> i don't i don't know it's just too crazy it just was real. oh my goodness gracious i thought it was actually really clever writing but it was just foolish all yeah at the same yeah time. yeah i'm glad barry went uh, you know i <laughs> liked it i enjoyed it too it's funny because you will enjoy it and with some of the foolishness you know but barry was really just a, a lunatic murderer you yeah. know they I don't mean, need to have I that like too it. much on TV anymore. I'm telling you, that's not good because we got too much of that out here for real. So yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to say nothing, but Barry, go ahead. That's enough. That's what enough, you, Barry. My, I, what? I'd like to see. I'd like to see the writers come out with something else. Okay, with Bill Hader. Yes. Yes. I what think do you get the series, man? Bill Hader is very talented. I like Bill Hader. Uh, I'm gonna listen. I, I hated that he was a, just a, a lunatic murderer, but I thought the writing was very, very creative. I'm, I'm going to give Barry an eight. I'm okay, gonna give, top shelf eight. Give him Barry top shelf eight. Okay, because I'm, I thought the writing was really good. I'm with you on that. I'm going to 8.5 top shelf, even though, you know, I was I was like, yeah, it's time for Barry to end now. It's time, you know, Barry, you you, you did what you needed to do now. It's time to move on. So, um, and the only way was for him to die. He couldn't have, if he would have yeah, yeah, know, I mean, no, because that just would have been too much. You did all that and then you survived. Oh, no, no. Yeah. So I'm glad they didn't do that to the audience, you know. Okay. okay. All right, Ma, so we're going to talk about, before I get into it, Um, so Deadline interviewed Jeremy Strong, who, a.k.a. Kendall Roy. Yeah, yeah. And they asked him, they asked him, what's your take on what's happening with the writer's strike and the studios not making a deal? And he said, there's a Lincoln quote, I'll paraphrase, an industry that does not honor its writers will not long endure. So okay. I love that. I love that from, from Mr. Intensity. So Je that's what Jeremy that's said? That's what Jeremy Strong said, yes. Okay, because you said something about Richard Tate, but that was the interview. Who was Richard Tate? I thought you said Richard Tate or something. No, I didn't say anything oh, about no, Richard no, Tate. Oh, no, you know, it's, it's storming, so maybe I didn't hear you well. Okay. Oh, no. What's going I on? Just, I, thought just, I thought you said Richard Tate. I didn't hear oh. you. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, I thought that was the interviewer, you know. Yeah. Okay. So my, so Tom, so Tom is the man. What, what, what are your thoughts on secession with Tom taking? Can you believe it? Uh, well, things work out all kinds of ways. Well, Tom was just a sneaky and conniving and, and Logan set him up like that. You know, Logan had it like that. Logan didn't even have his kids in position. You know, it was, uh, you know, and, you know, Logan didn't have his kids in position and his kids didn't really have themselves in position. And Kendall was uh, a pitiable character mm -hmm. in many ways. But, you know, Kendall did his stuff, too. Kendall killed at least, what, two people that we know of? Who's two people? Uh, he the uh, the guy that he was going, they were going to get drugs, and they went in the water. Something they had some kind of. Wreck but it wasn't it. his fault. Well, yeah, but he covered it up and didn't try to help him. You know, he didn't try to save him. He saved himself. 
you know. So well, maybe he know. wasn't a good swimmer. And and well, whatever he was. Look, he was out there because of Kendall. Kendall had him out there on a drug run. So that wasn't good. And then there was one before that, and I can't remember what it was. But Kendall had. I a, don't think it was more than one. Ma. I know I, th- I do believe it was, but anyhow, you look okay, at it. you might be right. Because he said, remember, he said, which one? Hell, remember when they No, went, but they didn't have it. Said, and, but he said no, you. but he and, said he wasn't there. Remember? Remember Kendall told yeah, him? Yeah, but he no, he there? said that because he knew the other people out there listening. That's all. He was just denying it. No, but he, Why you know, did they hate each him. other so much? They loved each other and they hated each other so much. The well, I don't know. They never treated Shiv well. They all they was always screwing over Shiv. But Shiv wasn't right. No, I didn't I didn't have any. I didn't think she was I didn't think she was right, but what came first? It's the chicken and eggs. Story. I don't know, Which Ma, but first? Shiv did they abuse her first and she responded? No, no. Or no. did she abuse them? But see, this them? is this is the problem I had with Shiv. Shiv came onto the scene way after they did. She wasn't even involved in it and didn't grow up okay. with it at all. Then she went on and had Tom, you know in everything like Kendall Kendall that was his dream Roman she had Tom was in and everything too. she had Tom and everything but Logan is the one who had him up there you know Logan until Logan died Logan called the shots and Logan had Tom up there listen he didn't think he didn't serious. have his own kids up there like he that said, because he said they weren't serious people and well then Tom is the one who deserved it he's a more serious person Good, but Tom is also a weasel. You see how uh Madsen talked to, to Tom about uh, he wanted to have sex with Shiv and how Tom just took it. Well, what was he supposed to do? He know he couldn't count on Shiv to, to hold it down because Shiv would be over there in with Madsen in the bedroom or in the boardroom. So he, he, just... he couldn't count on Shiv. He couldn't, you know, say, "Okay, well, I'm going to defend my wife," and his wife is over there hooking up with Maxon. I mean, she didn't hook up with him that we saw, but we know she is about it. We know so she had the same Nate. Is, yes. Is that who you would have chosen, Ma? Is that who you would have liked among to see? Those group of, among those group of people? Yes, among those group of people. Bunch of miscreants they are. Uh, maybe, because maybe I would feel like he would do anything for the company, anything for me. Because don't forget, whatever you say about Tom, Tom was every every kind of wimp, weasel, obsequious. He was everything. But guess what? He was loyal to Logan. Okay? It was nothing Logan ever asked him to do that he didn't do. He was loyal to Logan. And, okay. you know, per- those was purposeful to, t- to his own end. You know, we understand all that. Well, the but kids messed up from the, the beginning. Were, the rest of them were not. Well, my, the kids messed up from the beginning because they weren't loyal to Logan and they weren't loyal to each other. They well, there never, you go. They weren't and loyal we to anybody. It. And we called it. What we say? Divided you four. And we knew that the kids were not going to be stick together. We knew they weren't going to be a united front. They never were. They never were. And 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 you know what? And mm-hmm. and Logan said, hey, to the winner goes the spoils. He didn't even care. Whichever one of his kids prevailed, if any of them was fine with him. Come he on. didn't do anything to nurture them functioning as a unit. Logan did not. Okay. So, so my let, let's do it. Let's do it this way. Okay. 10 years from now, where do we see Shiv? 
We see her someplace rich with at least one child. Do you still see it with Tom? Yes. Those kind of people work out deals. She'll work out whatever deal is going to be good for Shiz. Yep. Okay. Yep. Not because she loves him and she's so loyal to him. If he's doing well, if he stays the way he is and he'll do anything, if he stays in position, yes. Do you yep. think that Tom and Greg... He's, he's accustomed to that. Do you think yep. Tom and Greg had a sort of romantic uh, romantic feelings towards each other that they never expressed? I, I don't really think so. You know, maybe they was trying to put a little bit of, you know, give it a little more uh, salaciousness, but I don't really think so. You think it was just all about Tom controlling Greg? Mm -hmm. Greg was I think they, they a, made a, it happen. Maybe, maybe if you, maybe in the S&M kind of way, you know, the okay. sadomasochistic kind of way. Yeah. But not, but not the, oh, but not the sexual part of that. Unless you consider that sexual, you know, some people but that is sexual. Well, no. if you if you consider that sexual, maybe yes, maybe I take that back. But okay. I don't know that they wanted to actually have physical sex with each other. I gotcha. If you got me, yeah, yeah. Okay, how about let's go with Roman? Would you see him in ten years? And let me just say this, my, you know, let me say all of them acted their behinds off. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Kieran, okay. I saw a different side to him this season. And uh, Jeremy, a different Trump, side to who? I saw a different side to his, a different level to his acting. To who? Kieran Culkin. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I thought oh, he yeah, really well, just yeah. kind of went in another level. And but see, oh, with yeah. Jeremy Strong, Jeremy Strong was always on a different level. You know, he yeah. always been he was always up there. He was, he was always. always up there. Um, where do you see uh, Roman's racist behind in 10 years? Not Kieran Culkin, but but Roman, because Roman's character was very racist. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, as Roman, where do I see him? As mm -hmm. Roman. As Roman. Uh, did, did just rich, he'll still have money and doing nothing. They're all going to be billionaires. Yeah, yeah. So be rich, he'll just be rich and doing nothing. And he'll be doing just what he's doing, nothing. I don't see him being, you know, connected to anything. He didn't seem like he wanted it. Remember that 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 look he had of no. like relief when he was in the bar. He went and had a drink by himself, and that you could correct. tell like I guess it was because like if it wasn't going to be him, then you know I'm good. But to really, me, he really didn't care anymore, it, right? But to me, he wasn't built for it. He just Not wasn't built for it. No, I kind of, like I said, I kind of felt that Kendall was built for, but I felt like the pressure of everything got to him because all that Kendall was ever focused on, and that may have been his downfall, was being a man instead of being a better husband, instead of being a, a better father. Like if he would have had those people in his corner to help uplift him, I think he would have had better results to me. Because he was just so so cuckoo yeah. to me. And and finally, my Kendall. Yeah, but I'm telling you now, ain't no parent leaving their business to no drug addict kids. Oh, I wish you would stop saying that. All those people will, would be on drugs. Get real. Mm -hmm. not, not like Kendall. Kendall was making bad. But Kendall we haven't. But he choices. hasn't done drugs Kendall in years. Kendall was going in the street. Kendall was going in the he street. He hadn't done drugs but, in years. But, but, but when you are an addict, pay is <laughs> one day at a time. 
Ma, he hadn't done drugs in years. <laughs> okay. That's what you say. I'm telling you now, no parent is going to do that. I've seen it actually happen in real life. I mean, they didn't have that kind of money, but they Those people all do drugs, Ma. Okay. okay. I'll just leave it alone. Okay. You saw Matson with his drugs. That's different. That's different. Matson was not a drug addict. Kendall was a bad addict being dictated by his drugs. Matson just did drugs socially. Everybody, everybody has done drugs. No, not everybody. Almost. Okay, but anyway, I'm going to move on to Kendall in 10 years. Kendall in 10 years, Kendall will be laying on the beach swimming. You see, he likes the water a lot. <laughs> he'll be on the beach swimming or this or that, and, and he'll have a... Uh, another family and everything. You don't think that he'll try to start nope. a business? Nope. Nope. I think he'll try to start a business. I don't think it's going to be successful, but I think nope. he'll try and start something. No, nope. no. Nope. If he didn't have this, he already had the biggest and the best and whatever from his father. He's not going to, nope. Because anything he comes up with is going to fail in comparison. Nope. And he's going to be trying to, and he's going to be trying to drag along. He sees Shiv is is gone. Shiv, she's like a Shiv that they make. Oh, a thank the you. That they make that Shiv. Thank you. So, yep. Yeah, the pun. You got that pun there, right? Yep. Yeah. So, so she's gone. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Roman. You know, is acting the fool all the way around. You can't count on him. Nope. 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 I don't see that. I don't see that for him. Nope. Because he should should have just severed his ties from them all, all along. Nope, 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 nope. They did not come together. And Colin, I mean, Connor. Connor oh, I forgot about Connor. Connor, he's just laughable. It's just nothing with him. He and, just wants money being, in to relax. And, and being fun. led around by that wife and talking about they're going to have a... a long distance marriage and all this uh, just just too silly like he can't pick up another person like her around the corner somebody right. that care. you can always meet somebody who don't care about you you know that's I mean, most of people that's what i'm saying it's extremely easy to find people who just don't care about you you know so i mean that's all he had she was not supportive of him in any way shape or form you know that was ridiculous you know he could pick up a million of them you know, so um, but no, I see them just being rich and 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 protecting themselves and their money, and that's it. I don't see nope. No. They had every opportunity and advantage in the world, and they didn't even have sense enough. They had all these people to work you, together, you, right? They they didn't even have sense enough to work in their own best interests. They had so many petty resentments toward each other, you know, or even not petty. Maybe they were significant, but they shouldn't have been more significant than. The business, if that's what they wanted, you know. So, nah, I don't see anything for them. Nope. Okay, mom. Because they should have been able to come together then. If they couldn't come together then, when their father died, you know. That was a, that behaved, was really The bad. way they behave on the day the father died, like they didn't know what was going on. Why would you not know that time and tide wait for nobody? This man was 80-something years old, blah, 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 blah. They showed, they showed that they were not harmonious, period. You know, they showed that from the very beginning and they never overcame that. They showed dissension, they never overcame it, boom. 
Okay. What All do right. you what do you give? What do you give uh the session? Yes. Oh, 9.5. 9.5. show. Yeah. Top, super top show. I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. The acting was superb. The writing oh, yeah. was superb. I, I I loved it. Sad about the ending, but then but then it's something to be sad about. They'll be they're gonna still be filthy rich and mm. they don't need to be in control of other people's um, you know. Uh, living of other people's uh, what do you call well, it? You know, we didn't want to see Elon Musk get it, but well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're That's right. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Okay, ma. Um, I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, the moon. The sun, the stars, and the moon. I'm gonna go with the NBA finals. Um, I'm also gonna say I'm very excited that my dad is coming to visit. He will be here for. A good time, a long time uh, for this visit. Two, three weeks. Yeah, yeah, closer to three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, finally, Little Mermaid had the fifth highest Memorial Day weekend opening in history. So I want to give them a round of applause. Okay. Oh, congratulations, Little Mermaid. Is there oh, anything? Congratulations, Ariel. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to say, Mom, before we go? I just want to tell everyone, like I tell you, every every time we get together, that is to stay safe and stay woke. Okay. Thank you guys for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Of course, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also All Things Peju. Subscribe to our YouTube page if you haven't already. Uh, which is All Things Peju, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. Send us your emails, info at bambushihappyhour.com. We always appreciate all the comments we get on YouTube or emails and even DMs. Thank you guys so much. It is the unofficial start to summer. Um, so hope everyone is having a blast and just enjoying the beautiful weather. We'll see okay. you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.